I haven't had my afternoon coffee. Need a little bit of a buzz. Oh, well, too late now. All right, let's get into this. Well, g'day guys, g'day listeners, and uh, welcome to Straight to the Source, a podcast brought to you by myself, Source Wagner. Uh, really excited to to get this little project up and off the ground, and this welcome episode is just here to give you guys a bit of an understanding of the outline of the podcast, the purpose, why I'm doing it, and also to introduce yourself to me, because uh, some people might know me, um, but a lot of you will have absolutely no fucking idea who I am, so that's the whole reason for this little welcome episode. Shouldn't go for too long, uh, could get deep, I'm not too sure, depends on what I feel like sharing at this stage. Um, but yeah, like I said, my name's Source, uh, I picked up that nickname, uh, like any Australian lad picks up a nickname, it's, uh, through playing sport, and footy was my sport, so I was given that nickname, probably age 17, 18 by my mates, really, really creative, because I've got red hair, so tomato sauce is red, red hair, sauce, so that's how that, uh, that come about. I also think it was to do because I was a big, tall, red-headed ruckman, similar to my favourite player at the time. Uh, Source Jacobs, so he had the same name, red hair, was a ruckman, played footy, so I think that's why it stuck so much for me, but I love it, It's uh, I run with it, it's my nickname on pretty much on my socials as well, and that's how I came about the name for this podcast as well, so straight to the source, because at this podcast, uh, we really want to try to get to the source of, of everyday people, try and find out what makes them tick, give them the opportunity to tell their story, speak up, speak about the good times in their lives, their hardships as well, because uh, I thought about this the other day. Everyone, every, Obviously, everybody has a story. Everyone has something unique to them, um, but we don't all get the opportunity to tell that story. Uh, most, For most people on this earth, the first time their story is told is at that funeral when someone reads out their eulogy. So that's that's pretty fucking sad, if you ask me. So that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to get everyday people uh, on the other side of the mic, giving them the opportunity to speak, communicate their their story to the world, tell their life's journey, talk about, like I said, some really high points in their life, but also we want to talk about the hardships as well, the downtimes, because that is something we don't talk about enough in society, and that is why mental health is such a significant issue um, in the current world as it is. So that's the purpose, is to speak to everyday people. There will be some high-profile people as well that I'm luckily, luckily enough to be connected with, so we'll have some really cool guests on. Um, and I've been reading and doing some research on podcasting, and they all say you've got to find a niche. You've got to have a niche so you can you know, target a specific audience, a specific demographic. But I thought, I don't want a niche. I don't have a specific audience. It's the niche is the person that I'm interviewing. That's the person I want to focus on. I want to give them, like I said, the opportunity to be in the spotlight and talk and tell their story because they may never, ever get the opportunity to do it. So that's my niche. That's what I really want to do this for. And along the way, if I can help some listeners out there by sparking or inspiring some conversation, some meaningful conversation with your loved ones, your family, whatever, if I can inspire one or two people, that's a fucking massive win for me. Um, and also this podcast is just going to help me as well because obviously I've got some troubles with my mental health from my past 
um, and I've really struggled to talk about them. So this podcast is also an opportunity for me to open up, uh, talk about my life, because I find it really difficult to talk one-on-one with people, but I can chuck a microphone in, in front of you um, in between two people and they can talk for an hour and a half, two hours without being with no, no distractions, no interruptions. So it's actually quite... Uh, Quite a special little thing that I'm hoping to get off the ground here. But, yeah, a little bit about me. um, Because, like I said, I want people to come on and tell their story, um, get really deep, share their emotions, feelings, hardships. It would be pretty hypocritical of me, though, if I didn't do the same. So that's the other purpose of this welcome episode, to outline what the whole podcast is about, but to also then speak a little bit about my story. Um, Won't go into too much depth, but I'll just... uh, just sort of scratch the surface, I guess, talk about some really tough times uh, that I've had through my life that have impacted me severely. Um, and I feel like now's the opportunity for me to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, I was born in, well, fuck, 30 years ago now. 30 years ago, 1993, in a little country town in South Australia called Cummins. I uh, lived on a farm in a little farming area called Yellander Flat with my family. I was the youngest of five kids. Um, I was the accident, <laughs> as my mum would jokingly tell me. Um, probably turned out to be the best, probably the coolest, but I'm not too sure. You can be a judge of that. But, yeah, so I lived on the farm till about four years old. Then I remember moving to Port Lincoln. Um, that's where I sort of started my, my schooling journey, I guess, reception uh, at uh, a, co- a school in Port Lincoln. But um, from that time in Port Lincoln, I sort of just remember that was when my parents went through a divorce which was really confusing time for me. I have a lot of memories back then of some real, I know, scary moments and traumatic moments and stuff. Like I try to think back to those times and I can't remember many good times. Not saying there wasn't any good times, but I've always just remember the, the bad moments and the bad memories. So um, so I lived in Port Lincoln up until I think it might have been six maybe and then moved to Clare with my, to live with my mum and my brother, um, and that's sort of where I remember my most fond childhood memories because I was riding my bike to school, um, riding my bike around the around the town with my mates, just getting up to mischief, playing footy. It's where I'm a, where it's, it's where I played my first footy in Clare at South Clare Demons. Um, and so I did, I think, like year two through to year five in Clare, and then uh, my mum and her partner at the time sold the pub that they owned in, in in Clare and we moved back to Port Lincoln. So then I finished my schooling like year six right through to year 12 in Port Lincoln. Um, through like moving back to Port Lincoln was pretty hard because I had really good young friends that I'd, you know, made in Clare and I thought, fuck, I knew some of the people from reception in Port Lincoln but I thought, fuck, I wasn't going to have any friends. Um, but luckily enough, all my friends that I went to reception with and such, I remember like we all, yeah, just picked up the friendship from there and it was it was really good times um when I was a bit younger playing footy um over there was fantastic at a couple of different footy clubs where I again made really strong connections and bonds with friends that I've still got to this day um but yeah there was a really tough time when I finished school I had no direction and really no understanding of what I wanted to do so I finished school in 2011 and for that uh, year of 2012 I lived at my sister's house and I had no direction at all I was on Centrelink um, and yeah, really had no idea what I wanted to do. It wasn't working because obviously I was on Centrelink, so just using that money to get on the piss or whatever and do, you know, just try and get by, but fell into a bit of a, I guess you could call a state of depression. I was um, not really communicating with my friends, not catching up with anyone, I was just staying in my bed, staying in the room that I lived at in my sister's house, um, not getting out, and 
Um, I didn't realise it at the time, but yeah, it's a form, it was, I was, I guess, battling some form of depression. Had one, or had a really good group of mates I was just kind of ignoring, wasn't answering phone calls when they rang. Um, and one of those mates was my, my best mate, Mike. Uh, he would always ring me on like a Friday and he was had an apprenticeship at that point so he was working so his Friday knockoffs so he wanted to get, have a few beers I would just never answer the phone um, which was really sad because looking back on it, it you know in 2012 Mike passed away um, with a tragic accident a party fell over and hit his head um, I was hold a sense of guilt over it because I was with him that night um, and he went to this party and I just he wanted me to go and begged me to go but I said no nah, I'm not going to go with you I'll just stay at home wait for you or stay at a mate's house and wait for you to come back and unfortunately he didn't come back to the house he obviously hurt himself had to go to hospital Port Lincoln Hospital and um, I met him up there with my other good mate um, and just yeah watched as he was taken from the ambulance into the emergency room and then unfortunately waited there with his family through the whole sort of night and early morning of the of you know the next day and yeah yeah unfortunately he didn't he didn't um he didn't pull through and he, he passed away and I remember going into the emergency room and, and seeing him lying there and um I guess just sort of saying goodbye I, I guess um and he was my he was my hero really um he was the same size as me really tall so I was look I always looked up to him he was the strongest person I ever knew and he was the best of us all and that really that kind of just changed my life, um, as it would anybody. Um, but I kind of took it, I don't know, I, I took it pretty badly, pretty hard, but I didn't tell anyone about it and I just kept all those emotions to myself because I thought I had to be strong for all of my friends because that's what I thought that's what Mike would want. And I struggled with that for so many years, just hiding it and keeping it to myself, never talking about it, never telling people how I felt. And that really become... Um, hit its, I guess, crux in 2019 where I was just in a state of depression. I felt lonely. I felt like I had no one in the world. Like I had a partner at the time, but I felt I was living here in Adelaide. I felt so lonely. Um, I felt like no one could help me, but I wasn't asking for help. It got so bad to a point like I wasn't leaving the house only for work. And then there was days where I would just call in sick to work and make, I've used up all of my sick days, had no annual leave. So I was just taking days off work and just not getting paid. Wasn't playing footy like I was at a new footy club and I wasn't showing up to training or anything. I just, yeah, I was at absolute rock bottom and it got to a point where I thought the only way to fix it and to remove that pain um, was, yeah, the thought of just not being here anymore. Um, that was as low as I really got and I thought it might just be best off for me not to be a part of this world anymore. Um, thankfully, obviously, I, I was I had family or brothers, my brother and my best mate that sort of spoke to me and pulled me out of a really tough situation in September of 2019 and I ended up getting professional help and seeing a therapist and when I told him about the way I'd been feeling and he said, "Is what's this grief, like what's this stemming from, what are you, and I told him about my mate passing away in 2000 and he thought it might have been recent, he said, oh, has this happened in the past few months, I said, no, it happened seven years ago. And he was kind of shocked and stunned, the therapist was, that I'd let it sit for this long without seeing, like, speaking to anyone. And he said that's pretty much the root of why you would be feeling this way. Um, and it was funny because, like I said earlier, I always felt a sense of guilt um, about the surrounding the, the passing of my mate because I should have been there to like, look after him. Um, and the therapist asked me a question. He said, imagine Mike is sitting next to you in that chair right now. 
just imagine you could bring him back for three or four minutes and he was sitting right there and, and you could ask him anything you want. What would you ask him? And I said, I would ask him if, if I let him down. And the therapist asked me, why do you ask that? I said, because I should have been at that party with him and I could have saved him. And he was a bit stunned at that and the therapist said, what do you think Mike's response would be? And I said, he'd tell me I'm a fucking idiot and I should, <laughs> I should not think like that because that's not the case. And instantly I had like a, a moment of clarity of like, fuck, I've been holding on to this for so long. And the person that I've been so, like Mike, he wouldn't even think that in, like not for a minute or a second would he think that I let him down and he'd, he'd want me just to move on with it. Um, so within that one question and that one conversation that happened with that therapist, I, it, it helped me so much and a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Um, it certainly obviously... Every day I still think about my best mate and, you know, wish he was still here and wonder what he might be up to. But um, I am a hell of a lot healthier than I was in 2019. And there was a stage where, you know, doctors, they wanted to put me on antidepressants, but I just refused that. I said, I don't want any sort of chemicals to try and make me feel better. I said, I'll do what's need to be done to, you know, to make good choices and, and get myself feeling better. So for the last, well, 2020 was obviously a pretty difficult year for the entire world. Um, so again, that was a really tough year for me, but from 2021, 2022, that was, I started to get a lot better. It started to get a lot like healthier to physically. So physically fit, started to train a lot more with footy and probably had my best year of footy in, uh, I think 2021. Um, and that was just, that added to my whole overall wellbeing. But then 2020, 2022, I faced me with even more of a challenge, I guess, um, where I lost my job and I thought, fuck. After all I've been through, I thought this could, like, this is just going to send me right back to square one. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But, I don't know, something just changed in me. I said, nah, this is not going to define me. Um, I'm going to just pick my fucking, pick my head up here and, like, just face it head on and just face it with a positive attitude. Like, it's not, it was a negative thing to happen. But I thought from this, so many positive things could come. And one positive thing did come, and that was this concept of a podcast. I thought... I would love to sit and record a podcast, conversations with family, friends, um, my connections, and get them talking about their life, telling their story, and hopefully helping them. Um, that was a concept that I came up with last year, 12 months ago, pretty much exactly. Um, but I never did anything with it because I had that mental block of, like, you're going to be ridiculed by people, you're going to be judged for doing this. Um, so I just didn't do anything with it. Just left it. I had all the equipment that I'd invested in, but I just left. I didn't do anything. Um, so I then started a new job as well, which was a really positive job for me. It's probably the most positive job I've ever worked in. So I'm working at a college that's based around sport. Uh, I mentor year 11 and 12 students in, a, in their AFL program. It's honestly the most positive work um, I've ever done. Like I said, like I went from sitting in front of a computer all day in a really toxic workplace um, where my mental health was deteriorating again to spending every day getting outside and kicking a footy with your 11s and 12s, teaching them footy, mentoring them through life, um, helping them with, you know, their career aspirations. Um, within an instant, like, I've gone a month from losing that job to working the best job I've ever been in. Um, every day was now filled with my favourite thing, which was footy and getting outside in the sun and having a positive impact on on young people who were needing guidance at that pivotal point in their life which is probably something I felt I never got um 
But yeah, that leads me on to like this past 12 months. It's probably the healthiest I've been in the last 12 years, to be honest with you. Like I said, working a fantastic job, um, which is getting really positive returns from that. But also, I've changed my mindset around my footy. So I'm no longer playing footy because that was giving me a hell of a lot of anxiety and um, like performance anxiety and pref- uh, pressure to perform. Um, so I no longer play footy. I've just given that up in the last couple of weeks and I've just gone full into coaching. Um, which at the moment I'm coaching, like helping coach women's A grade at Christie's Beach Footy Club where I was playing. Also just recently coached under 13, uh, the under 13 boys development squad at South Adelaide. Um, and then that led on to me now, I've finished playing, I'm now going to finish the 2023 season with the under 18s at South Adelaide. Essentially just to learn as much as possible about coaching um, with the aim and the goal of hopefully um, obtaining a role with the under 18s in 2024. So that's that's a goal for mine. Um, then I thought, fuck, I'm really starting to feel good, healthy, uh, mentally feeling healthy, physically still quite fit and healthy. And I thought, fuck, I think now's the right time to start this podcast. Um, now's the right time to start talking, share my story, and then get others to share their story as well. So I've been really enc- encouraged by my good mate Sean King, who's actually the first guest episode on this. So he's encouraged me a hell of a lot to to start recording. Um, encouraged, obviously, by my amazing partner, Chrissy, who's been a huge supporter and help for me through all of my life since I've known her. Um, she's helped me through, obviously, a few crises. Um, and she supports my footy and my journey in coaching. Like, she never tries to hold me back from that. Um, obviously, I've got to be out of the house at... On a Tuesday, Thursday night at training, then a Saturday or a Sunday at footy, or Saturday, yeah, both days actually. Um, so f- pretty much five nights or five nights a week, I've, I've got to be at footy. So she supports that, and she loves me, loves watching me do that and grow and learn. So she's been absolutely amazing and been a huge supporter of me getting this podcast off the ground. Um, so yeah, this past twelve months being my healthiest has led me to this point of starting this podcast. Um, obviously. Still growing, improving and learning on how to open up, but that's all a part of the journey. And, of course, this podcast will only help me with that. So, look, guys, I really am keen for you to come along this journey with me. Um, all I ask from you, if, if you are listening and you are interested in the show, just please like, follow it, share the podcast to your socials, give it a rating as well. Um, give me any feedback that you you know you think I can improve on because it's all learning for me. I just want to get better as, um, with every day that, I, that I'm here. Um, and like we might get deep on this show and talk about some really hard stuff. So if you listen to an episode and you ever want to talk about how you're feeling or just have a, have a fucking yarn, like send me a DM to the Instagram page. I've got that all set up and running, which is just uh, straight to the source podcast. So give that a search. Um, or if you're interested in coming on the show and having a conversation or you know someone that would be a really good guest and you would love to hear from them, Again, DM me on Insta, or if you want, you can send an email to the show, which is just zave at straighttothesource.com. Um, the email and all the contact details will be in the show notes. So, yeah, if you ever want to reach out, just drop me a message, and I'll absolutely do my best to get back to you. Um, but thanks, guys. Have a really, really great day. Just remember to take care of each other, and uh, let's get better together, guys. <laughs>